Welcome to Becoming Parents Podcast. I'm Jen Taylor, your host. I am mom of 18, and you can find me on momsrunningit.com. Remember, give a shout out to those who are brave enough to share their stories with us on how they have become parents. Let's dive right in. Hello, welcome to Becoming Parents. Today I have Bracca Getz on. I'm so excited to have you on. Where are you located and where is your accent from? I think oh my. I know. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm sure you know. Right yeah. now I'm in Israel, um, but I'm, I'm also living in Baltimore, Maryland. And where you guessed I'm from is I, I grew up until I was 18. I was in New York. Yes, that's where I was hearing because I'm originally from Rhode Island. And so like we there's something about the New England accents when you hear it, you, it's like a magnet. You just suction to it. And then it's hard not to have have my accent come out. So see, I'm already talking with my hands. I go in New England on us. <laughs> You're in Israel right now. Yes, it's what? nighttime. It's yes. nighttime. Mm-hmm. What what brought you to Israel just out of my own personal curiosity? Yes, I've always wanted to be back here again. Um, when you when you you'll find out about my story. <laughs> um, but now I'm retired and um, we could come back here. We could be any place. And this is this is our homeland. So we wanted to come back to it. We've 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 wanted to be back here for years. Well, that yeah. is that's a totally separate conversation that we could have <laughs> right now. I, I want to share just a little bit about you. You have six children that are all adults, right? So jump into your story, because I know that that today your um, purpose is to help newer moms with a program you have. Also, all the links are in the description so uh, people can find you that way. And we'll talk about that stuff also towards the end, but jump into the six kids and how you found this and this philosophy. Okay. And before I forget, I want to share a poem that I wrote. Mm. This just fits in totally. It's called Something You Could Use. I wanted a gift for my friend, the new mother, a gift that would not be like any other. I wanted to give you something you could use, not just a cute outfit or a trinket to lose. What I want to give you is confidence. I know nothing could mean more to you than the sense that you are doing fine and you could worry less and enjoy yourself more. You will not make a mess. Experienced mothers forget how it feels. Who would want to rewind those tensely spinning wheels? Because the most draining part of being a new mother is simply You've never been a mom to another. And so you're not sure that you're doing things well. And obviously, your baby won't tell you. So that's what I'll try to remember and remind, wait, to remember, to remind, I goofed something up here when I wrote it over, to remember to say, I'm guessing you'll need this gift 1,000 times a day. That's what, I, <laughs> that's what I have to say, because 
Oh my gosh, as a new mother, they didn't want to let me come home from the hospital. I didn't know what I was doing. I had like no experience with babies or babysitting or anything. So I feel that what a new mother needs more than anything is just the confidence that like, listen to what your soul is telling you to do and just do it and everything will be okay and try to enjoy the process because all that worrying about am I doing things right and stuff like that makes you just miss out on a lot of the enjoyment. I yeah. agree. I agree. My first daughter was born. She'll be 30 uh, on April 8th of 2022. And I got advice and the person just said, cherish every moment that that was it. And I knew that, you know, as you get older, time seems to go more quickly. And I remember thinking like you're pregnant for 10 years, but that baby turns one in like five minutes. <laughs> and it's, I think becoming a parent is when you realize how skewed time is and that it's going to go by in a blink. And I swear to you, I was having her 30 years ago yesterday. I, I, I'm not kidding. It was like yesterday. Yes. So cherish every moment was the best advice that I had ever gotten. And I did. And it still went by so fast. I love, I love, love, love that poem. Let me know if we can post it in the comments. Um, if you can give me the typed out yeah. version. Oh, I would love that. Okay. Oh, so sure. My pleasure. I'll go back to, I just didn't want to forget to share that with you. And, and, yes. and I'm going to, I'm going to add also one of my favorite quotes, just what you said, enjoy the little things in life because one day you'll look back and realize those were the big things. It's right. like all those precious moments that like, when, when, when I had a whole bunch of little children, yeah. I couldn't wait for the day to end. I mean, it was such a whirlwind. It was so difficult right? and so hard for me because like there was so much physical stuff to do, which I wasn't used to. And um, to enjoy that was hard. I was like trained to be like more of an intellectual, like I went to Harvard and suddenly right. to have six little children, it was like, whoa. But anyway, how this all happened is, so I was, when I graduated from Harvard, I was studying psychology and pre-med, and then I went to medical school and I had a six week break between my first and second year of medical school. And I went to Israel for six weeks and I came back 10 years later. So basically what happened was everything looked like I was very successful and, and you know, but I wasn't successful inside. I was developing food addictions and like I was fluctuating between um, um, intense dieting and binge eating. And, and what I attribute this to in my memoir, what I, what I, when I finally put it all together, all my diaries and journals and letters, is that my soul was starving. I looked like a success on the outside, but inside I was starving for meaning. I didn't understand why life was worth living. I was constantly searching for the purpose to life. When I came to Israel that summer, I remember I met a friend and I said to him, you know, 
I'm going to be a psychiatrist, but I don't even know why life is worth living. And he said, well, study your own heritage. I've been studying like everything. I went to Harvard searching for the wisdom. So I got back into my own heritage and I studied in depth. And what I, what I discovered was awesome stuff about the purpose of life. And what this one rabbi taught, he's no longer with us, is about the pleasure ladder. Um, there's five rungs on the pleasure ladder. And that the purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. And we don't realize that, you know, we, we, we totally don't get that. And that was shocking for me to learn. What does that mean to experience the greatest pleasure possible? And why do I think this is so important for new mothers? Because you can get really lost when you've been trained a certain way. You don't really know what pleasure is. And um, you, you, you forget. And the, the secret to the pleasure ladder is experiencing gratitude for what we have right now. And that's what we can learn to do as a new mother, to take things slowly, appreciate all the blessings in your life and, and not be like yearning to be doing something else because you're used to a different kind of life before you become a new mother. Yeah. I mean, you know, people think I have a daughter with a six month old, well, eight month old and two year old. They're a year and a half apart. And before she had kids, she was a nanny a lot. She's done more nannying and babysitting than anyone. And so she really thought like, I'm going to nail this. And then you <laughs> and the experience was invaluable and helpful. But then you bring your own child home. You know, she walked in the door from the hospital. I flew in. Um, and she had just had the baby. And so she, she walked in the door of her house from the hospital and just said, mom, and started to cry. And like, even with all this experience, you don't have a clue what you're doing. It, and it's the single biggest and most stressful transition of your life. You know, you, you marry somebody and you move in and you think like, that's big. That's a big deal. No, it's not. So it, I think... I think one moms, especially not just moms, but moms lose themselves. They completely lose their identity with this child or children and they forget who they were, what they wanted, what makes them happy. Um, and they put themselves so on the back burner, we just get lost. And that's where a lot of, I think this depression, like you got this life that you wanted, you had this baby, all these things are exactly what you wanted and you love it. And yet, why do you wake up feeling discouraged and alone and depressed? Why is that? And you're saying that you, you were definitely feeling that way. And then you learn that we're supposed to experience pleasure. How did you, how did your brain even make that transition? Right. So. I felt so empty in my life beforehand. Um, and I was searching what the emptier a person feels inside, the more they search for externalities mm -hmm. to fill them up, which is also why many new mothers start overeating. That's, that's, a, that's a very common time for women to gain a lot of weight. So um, because why? 
why do we overeat? We, we overeat because we want the pleasure to keep lasting. Food is a natural pleasure. And the main reason we keep going is because we want the pleasure to continue. So what's the solution? The pleasure ladder helps us to understand that there's a, we, we eat because of a sense of scarcity of pleasure in our lives. And especially you have a new baby. I'm not getting enough pleasure. I'm the one giving all the time. I'm not getting anything. It's a whole rework that goes on in our brain to understand pleasure in a, a new sense of what pleasure means. Um, so, so I'm going to explain like all the physical pleasures the natural foods and orange and apple, these are designed to give us nourishment, fill, fill, fill us up. They're fulfilling physically and spiritually. They fill us with gratitude and they fill us up with nutrition that our bodies need. The same thing with being in nature, the same thing with um, movement. All types mm -hmm. of movement. These are things that fill us with gratitude for living. And they also fill us with, they help our bodies. So these are all the natural things. Like as opposed to junk food is designed to be delicious and addictive. Well, then all the natural foods are designed to be delicious and nutritious. Totally different types of things. So then moving up the pleasure ladder, those are the physical pleasures. And these five levels correspond to the five levels of the human soul. It's a universal thing. So the second level is love. Love is not waiting by the phone for someone to call you. It's a totally empowering thing. On this pleasure ladder, we can bring all these pleasure into our lives at any moment. They are not dependent on anybody else. We can go into nature, spend time in nature. We can focus on what we appreciate about someone else. That's the definition of love. When we focus on the virtues of another, we're filled with this emotional, warm emotional feeling all over us. It's focusing on the virtues of another. That's the empowering love that we can bring into our lives. It could be the baby. What do we appreciate about this creature? It could be a grandmother that once did something kind for you. Thinking about them fills you with love. We could bring that into our lives. Anytime we're feeling like we need more pleasure. Higher than that is meaning. Doing something meaningful in your life. So, so spending time with your baby. Bring the meaning back into that. You are... What one another poem I wrote is about how I, I, it's called Advanced Warning. I wrote it to the baby, my first child before he was born. I wrote how you are going to make a diehard taker into a giver. And that's really what I've wanted all along. That's really what a baby does to you. It makes you intensely into a giver overnight even more than you want to be, but it's changing you. It's completely changing you into a different kind of human being. So put that meaning into it. You are changing. You are growing. You are helping this baby. Even when you're, even when you're changing their diapers, you are helping them to become clean again. It's like, it's like a beautiful process if you add meaning into it, you know? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Should I go up? There's two more levels. Yeah, Should I yeah. get? Okay. Keep going. Okay. okay. And then the next to the highest level is creativity. When we put a part of our unique selves into the world, we put it out there that you go into a state when you're being creative, like you're in a zone, you don't need to eat or sleep. You are just like in this state of pleasure when you're being creative. And what's the highest level? is transcendence, that state of awe and wonder. If you were awake when your baby was born, you probably experienced that state of awe and wonder and transcendence. Under a starry sky, you experience it when you know you're a part of the amazing universe. There's so many ways to, it's when, even when we break a bad habit, we're experiencing it. We are overcoming our limitations. We, it's, when, it's when you lift the veils of separation and you see how we're all connected and we're all connected to source energy. We, 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 we give life when we breathe and the plants give us life back when they breathe into us. It's that state of like awe and wonder. So all of these five levels are available to us at home, taking care of a baby. <laughs> it's amazing. But, but they're all available with all you have to pay is one price. And that's gratitude. If you experience the gratitude, and that's really what we're here for in life, just to experience gratitude, just like what do we want for all our children? We want our children to experience the greatest pleasure in life. That's what we are here for, to experience the greatest pleasure. And, and we do that through experiencing gratitude. I think we lose track of that because you're right. Up until we are in a relationship, we're very selfish. And that shouldn't be a derogatory word. I mean, being no. selfish isn't necessarily a bad thing. Right. And then we're in relationship with a person, which if you, if that person means a lot to you and you have compromise and give and take and all that, you're losing some of that selfishness. You're compromising now you're changing. And then with a child, like it's gone, it's, <laughs> it's just gone. And I don't think you can be an exceptional parent and not put that, put the kids first to a point. To a point that you're not a good parent because you're never putting yourself first. So how do people, how do parents tap into this pleasure ladder and learn it and stay focused on it when it's really hard? I mean, it's hard to switch gears to think, oh, changing a diaper, that's going to, that's part of this pleasure ladder. I get it. I totally get it. But uh, that new mom that's super overwhelmed or suffering from depression or issues with their food, how do they tap into this? Right. The, the, it's, it's, a, it's a mindful gratitude practice. And the more you exercise your gratitude muscles, the easier it becomes. And you do it with the simplest things. You do it with an orange. You, you, you savor its juiciness you recognize that it's got this peel around it that keeps the juiciness in for months and it turns a bright color when it's ripe on the tree. That's when it becomes the most beautiful. So it tastes good, it smells good, it's, it's enjoyable to touch. It's, it's, it, it, it heightens all your senses. 
you you get to take life more slowly in a sense, which most mothers are not used to yeah. doing when you become a new mother. You have that opportunity to savor the orange. It's like amazing. And from that experience, it spreads out. Just like if you practice yoga, it spreads out beyond your mat. This gratitude practice, it spreads into your life the more that you engage it. So, and I want to say that when we are taking care of our children, we have that dichotomy in our brains. I'm just, I can't be giving all the time. But if you recognize, actually, I am giving to myself when I'm giving to this baby, it changes your entire perspective. I am giving to myself by making myself into a giver, a giver. This baby is helping me that way. And that's really what I do want to be. I don't want to be a doormat. I don't want to be stepped on. And that's not going to happen because if you fill your life with gratitude, you are giving yourself self-care all day long. Self-compassion, loving compassion by the more gratitude you fill your life with, the more joy you're experiencing. And this is how you can make the parenting process more and more joyful by being more by, by having more gratitude, it's also how you'll be a role model to your children and they will not grow up with a sense of entitlement. The more you can model gratitude from really early on in their childhoods. I think personally, I think gratitude is the answer to most things. And when I coach women, the first thing that I have them do, and my daughter, when she was suffering from depression, my 19-year-old daughter, write down three new things every day that you're grateful for. It actually, I love the science behind things. You know, the number three is really powerful in science. It's powerful in religion as well. But also... When you write down three new things every day, you are training your brain to search for the good in the world. And it can be like, I woke up. It, yeah. it, I mean, there are that, if that's where you're starting, like meet yourself where you're at, but that in within three weeks, you've trained your brain to search for the good in the world and you can do it with your kids too. Um, and that shifts the lens in which you view the world. Beautiful, shifts the lens, exactly. When I was at one of my lowest points in my life, when the world seemed so dark, I would just stare out the window at a tree. I just focus on that tree and say, there's still something beautiful in the world. I can see that, you know? I feel like I've lost my balance, I've lost my ground, I can't trust anybody or anyone, and there's still a tree. And I'm just going to focus on that tree. And that helped me so much. It just refocus and little by little, take the little things and, and appreciate them. It, it just changes your entire view of life. Exactly. I love that you said that you were an intense taker turned into a giver and that through it's so it's such talking about switching the lens that that baby training you to be a giver is actually you are allowing yourself you're not just giving to the baby you're giving to yourself yes like that yes. that's a huge shift in how moms can look at because self-care is like a, an abused word at this point and it has negative connotations like you need to go out and spend three hundred dollars on a 90 minute massage and that is that is not self-care. That's a great thing to do every once in a while, but it is 
it's a compound interest. It's a small, easy daily actions that compound over time because you're consistently doing them and it is switching your lens. You're right. I mean, tell me how this transit, I want to end by talking about how it transitioned you as that mom, how that trip to Israel, cause it was just six weeks back then. And you had lots of little kids, how that completely shifted your mindset and changed. And then I want you to let us know how to find you. Yes. No. When I went to Israel, I did not have, I was single. I hadn't met my oh, husband oh, yet. Oh. Okay. I had, then, you know, we got married. I had the six children. We lived in Israel while they were very little. We, we, okay. we, we came back to America when my oldest was eight years old. <laughs> we had five children by then. So, and then we had one more boy in America. So um, basically um, I, I, I was, what I want to bring out is that self-care, the best self-care possible is developing your gratitude muscles. That's really it. Or else you, you won't really appreciate any, if you don't appreciate what you have now, why will you appreciate what you're hoping for? It will become meaningless to you very soon too, you know? And all the things you have now, even like just think how somebody else wishes they had what you have right now, even if it doesn't yeah. feel like it's enough right now, you know? There's there's so many wonderful gratitude exercises like, like just saying, all the body parts that are working right now and all the illnesses that you don't have right now. There's so many ways or, 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 or you just imagine taking away each thing that you have and how you would feel and then bring it all back in and appreciate it even more. Yeah. yeah. I agree. You are, we haven't talked about this. I do have all of the links, but you are an author of over 40 children's books. Is that correct? Yes. Is it over 40? I have the amount. 40, exactly 40 books okay. now, children's books, right? And those yes. are on your website. You, what made you start writing children's books as opposed to anything else? Because my children's books are very unusual. They're spiritual books. They're books that, that helped children's souls to shine because I want to write the books. I wanted to write the books I wish that I had as a child. So mm. children will know that they're spiritual beings from the very beginning and they can nourish their hungry souls. I love that. What, where is the best way and the easiest way for people to find you? My, my youngest children have made a website. They have made a whole bookstore of my books and they published, they published my newest book instead of all the publishing companies. Now they have published my newest book, Let's Stay Healthy. And, and what does Let's Stay Healthy have to do with that letting your soul shine? Because if you don't have a healthy body, then it, that's what you need in order for your soul to shine as well. That's the clothing for our souls. So keep it healthy. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being on. I really, really appreciate you so much.